what's up, blessed ones? You are now blaring the podcast. Brought to you by AB1 Studios. Thank you for your time. Listening. You want to know something else, blessed ones? so relaxing and it felt like I was listening to my own work so shout out to him like I said a lot of people who wanted to listen to a, a full length album of him rapping you know hey it's, it is what it is you can go listen to Outkast and I know I'm not the only one who felt that way you know I think that sometimes we get uh, we get so used to listening to the same people all the time that just consistently like the greats, you know, like the NBA young boys, like the Jay Z's and even like Nicole and stuff, it's like that's why I think Kendrick is appreciated as well because he doesn't he, he kinda does what he needs to do and go. But with three with uh Andre three thousands album, it kinda redirected uh um a type of hip-hop that we probably need to get into because, you know, it's, it was hosted as alternative. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, 
hip hop is a multi genre, you know, culture. But um, it goes into the point of where, honestly, I just wanna, I just wanna chill. I mean, I have someone who's been creating since a kid. Decided to put my music out there, you know, at like 1820 to redirect themselves to just do, you know, release certain vocals and instrumentals. It's a breath, it's a breath of fresh air. And I think um, true music fans can appreciate it. And I think the only thing, the reason why a lot of people was upset or didn't really care for the new um, Three Stacks album was because he wasn't releasing any bars. But we've heard enough of them, I think. I think those um, with his statements saying, you know, he, him being at the age that he's at, um, how old? I um I don't I'm trying to think is he he's in his forties. Let me look this up because it's kind of like they wanted to then compare him to Nas because Nas is fifty still dropping and Jay Z still in his fifties still dropping and it's like you know and they're releasing good content they're releasing great music classic albums still but maybe like. Like, music is just what it's going to sound like. As my guy Joe Budden would say, and speaking of Joe Budden, you know, for those of you who haven't been following, a Christian hip-hop artist by the name of D1 had called out a couple of artists, a couple of rappers, for lyrics that they put in their music. Rick Ross, Meek Mill, Jim Jones, and he got some backlash for it, but then he had, I think I've seen more support than backlash for Spirit, but it's like, you know, I think it's pulled back again to holding people accountable. Like, we can have views on things. Like, when you're an artist, when you are a public figure, whether we want to accept it or whether we signed up for it or not, when you are putting your putting your art and your abilities out there to share with the world, you're going to get critiques. You're going to get the good. You're going to get the bad. You're going to get the in-between, the lukewarm. And D1, who I had the pleasure of seeing perform at the Richmond Domination event in 2021, that was my first domination event, so shout out to Corey Goss and to Quo. But, um, you know, the mission that D1's on is remarkable. And I don't want to get too far into detail because, again, it's like I'm, I'm also not someone who was following it, you know, 
you know, faithfully, but I do want to touch bases on something, you know, especially with me being a content creator, being an artist, being a writer, just being just part of that, part of that group, part of that community, whether I'm known or unknown. A comment that Joe Budden made was kind of out of place and out of order. He he said to D1, he was on, and this is just based on the clip that I seen because I did not watch the whole episode. It's been a minute since I actually watched the full Joe Budden episode because I'm going to be real. I have a life. There's other podcasts that I listen to. There's other things that I'm doing. I can't spend my whole day listening to, you know, podcasts like nonstop. And there's other things that I'm, but you know, again, chasing up. But for it's kind of it. It's a bit of a and problem for someone of Joe Budden's caliber to say. To tell someone they're not qualified. It's kind of one of these things where, like even with Jim Jones, when he talked, when he mentioned, you know, he don't know this person, he don't know what he's done, and Rick Rosson is just like, if you don't know who someone is. That's kind of like a, it's like one of those, it's an oxymoron in a sense where it's like you're, you don't know who somebody is, but you can tell, the, the, you can say that they're nobody or they're, no, or they're not qualified because you don't know who they are. And to be 100% honest, if you're a consumer, because even as an artist, you are a consumer as well, it's like um, we can be fans of someone and be familiar with someone that is in the public eye, but not really know their accolades. Even if you have a big following that you don't know the accolades, like I can use, you know, Rick Ross for an example. This guy is known internationally, but a lot of people don't even know his name. A lot of people don't know who his producers are. A lot of people don't know who he's collaborating with because they're not in the public eye. So even for Rick Ross or Jim Jones or the Joe Bunnins to kind of disregard what he says or even acknowledge what he says but then kind of double down on it and be like, you know, you're not qualified or, you know, level up before you come talk to me. It's like, well, you're addressing them. When you're addressing somebody, you have then now entertained the issue or entertained that. And I have to take my hat off to D1, you know, no hair, don't care, um, because this guy has been consistent. And for those who've actually been following him throughout the whole year, because, again, me, I'm a Christian hip-hop fan. I know who D1 is. Do I know all of his music? No. All the 
a song that I heard I thought was cool. I liked his recent album, um, Uno, Underdogs and Outcasts. I liked his album. Um, one of my favorite records up there was the one with the game. And I'm trying to think. I might. I think I forgot the name of it. But my whole point is we have to remember that just because you're just because your name just because you might be a bigger artist or a bigger public figure than someone else and you're probably well known internationally in this per and somebody else might not be or if they are you don't have one of just because you don't know this person doesn't mean this person isn't qualified okay because again everybody has their own lane so for me for me, I think for me, I think as a podcaster, someone who is trying to progress in the podcast space, progress in the entertainment space, like I have to do my due diligence. I have to do my research and whatnot, sure, but at the same time, nobody can discredit what I've done. Have I been one of the, I'm not a podcast that won awards. I'm not a podcast that's, that's getting revenue, but I am putting my name out there. Those of you who knows my, who've been listening to me like from the beginning knows me, knows what I bring to the table. And again, I'm always gonna come correct, and I'm always gonna redirect if I have to. You know, there are certain episodes where I'm not talking relationships. There are certain episodes where I'm not talking about God. There's certain relationships where I'm not talking about music. Where I'm not it's just me just telling a story about something personal. And I just wanted to come back again because I say this all the time. I might have said it on a previous episode, but it's like you you know what you know doesn't fit doesn't take away from what you don't know. So it's like D1 who's in a different space than the Rick Rosses, than the Jim Jones, than the Joe Budden, than you know, even the Lecrae's. You know, there, there's 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 going to be some, some fan that's intermingling. Like myself, like me, I listen. Like I listen to Ross, I listen to Mick Mills, I listen to Joe Budden, even when he was on music. Because I'm a big Joe Budden fan. I think to my detriment as well, because sometimes as fans of people, we kind of get caught up in the personal sense, and that goes back again to what I said before as far as like removing the artist 
from their art because I think for me personally, for me as someone who do do podcasts, who do do music, who do do um, writing, who's into publishing and trying to be a like producer, it's like I'm not. I'm fine if people don't identify me with my art because it's not something that I, I like. I want to be recognized for what I've done and accomplished, but it's not something that I'm like really like pressed on. If that does sense because for me if you enjoy it if you like it I'm happy now I would rather me be recognized and identified for what I've done than somebody else taking credit for it but all I'm saying is it's okay if I don't see the Golden Globe or the Nobel Peace Prize. Of course, and we all want to, you know, be appreciated for our work. We like, you know, but for me, it's not. I'm not. I wouldn't be wasting my time if nobody, you know, seen it. Like I said, because I, I think the the still reality of it is, it's going to be at least one person that see it and appreciate it. And I'm gonna be honest. I'm okay with that. For a long time, I wanted to get into a light where, oh, I was known internationally. I was, you know, like I was getting the praise and stuff, but all praise goes to the most high God. And I just thank God for allowing me to share different aspects, different information, different things with people who might not have that platform, might not have that voice, or might not have that experience, like, again, I am a multi-tasking artist, music, podcast, writing, like, anything. And even though I haven't taken off yet, whether because I haven't put, put it out publicly or published anything, it's still something that I, that has it that I have intention with. So, the whole bottom line is we as consumers we don't have to know every single detail of artists or or talent that we like just like talent doesn't have to acknowledge their peers. But I think we do all have to take accountability for when we say things and do things. Because even in the entertainment, it's kind of like, again, like you might have actors. You know, we know they're acting sometimes. But they're still, like, again, we all have our moral, own moral compass. As an actor and also someone who is into acting, who have a small percent of, you know, acting experience. You know, we sometimes have to do our due diligence, have to do well, trying to create a a character that we're playing, try to be able to present 
and represent a certain character in our performance. But as actors, we have to also really take accountability as far as what roles we take and what message that we're trying to send. So going back to the artist, a rapper or a singer, like singers get a little bit more grace because they because we listen to them for their voice and we listen to them for the song. We don't really care too much about whether they're actually making love or doing all this, but for rappers, because it is from a more authentic place because from where it comes from, the root of it, and then it's like we got to be held accountable because as a rapper, you know, it's about being the best one and being the hardest and dopest. So when you're a rapper, you're going to always say something that, sounds good but as we get older especially when you, you when you're a consumer and you grow with the artist because I, I tell you like the jay-z from 1995 is the same jay-z from 2023 and you can see it changing his music and you can even see changes in the music of people who still you know rap who's been who rap about to die and rap about the experiences that you still see change in that but um, I want to, you know, be clear and respond as a fan. As a fan, you know, yeah, it's entertaining. You know, I enjoy it. As a artist, as a producer, you got to take a little bit more accountability. We have to think. Of, we got to think about being in the being in and being part of both worlds. Excuse me, being part of both worlds. Being part of both worlds, known or unknown. You know, I do want to take accountability for that. So. I'm saying all this to say that I want to be a little bit more mindful on what I put out. You know, whether it's on social media, whether it's music, whether it's podcasting, I'm be a little bit more careful when I put out. You know, I still have to deliver a message. I still have a purpose. But at the same time, I want to be able to give the listeners and viewers my authentic self and really be, you know, be transparent. You know, we don't have to address everything that everybody else is addressing. As an artist, we don't have to rap about certain things just to, just because it rhymes. I feel like, you know, you can you can be an entertainer and lie. You know, you don't have to tell the truth all the time. But you just gotta remember, you know, when you know when you're when you're an artist of a certain caliber, you have to be mindful of that. So even like as I tell Joe if Joe ever, if this does ever reach him, you know, you can 
appreciate the message and not like how it was delivered. But you never want to discredit someone because they don't have a big enough following. Because maybe that following just isn't a following that you have. Like, every, like there's a million people in the world. And maybe even half of those million people have content is doing something. Sometimes you can be familiar with someone but they not be familiar with you. Sometimes y'all can be familiar with each other, but not really know everything that they don't. But, you know, to each his own. So, I rest my case. Everybody stay safe, stay productive, and positive. And as always, this is Blair.